Welcome to Lambs to Lions. You're listening to the weekly podcast with Pastor Matt Funk. We've been doing this series called Kings and Queens. We're learning from great um, leaders, not so great leaders, men and women in leadership, what to do, what not to do. Um, in the story here found in First uh, Samuel 25, there's a couple of questions that came to me. I don't know if you can relate, but I don't know if you've ever been asked to uh, give something away that you worked really hard to get. You know, you worked hard to get that thing, and then the Lord asked you to bless somebody else with it. Um, you see, we were made to be a blessing, but what happens when we limit God's ability to work through us because we aren't willing to let go? See, when we are called, we are going to face times of confrontation, uh, both internal as well as external. How we handle it will determine whether we uh, catch the blessing or we lose the battle. And so I want to learn how to, uh, to be a blessing and how to receive what God has for us, even when others reject us, just like Nabal rejected David. So the first verse, um, well, before that, I've a little play on words. I've entitled this message, Don't Enable. <laughs> yeah. Don't Enable. Verse 3, let's start there. His name was Nabal, and his wife's name was Abigail. She was an intelligent and beautiful woman, but her husband was surly and mean in his dealings, and he was a Calebite. So a Calebite was a member of a clan that uh, traces its descendants to um, uh, Caleb and was once a part of the tribe of Judah. Listen up, this is good stuff. The tribe of Judah was one of the 12 tribes of Israel named after Judah, which was the son of Jacob. You still following? Okay. Judah was the first tribe to take its place in the land of Israel, accompanying the southern part of the territory. And Jesse and his sons, including King David, belong to this tribe. See, we are all connected in some way to the family of God. But how will we treat our fellow brother in our family? when we don't always uh, agree. You see, derived from the Hebrew name Yadua, Yadua, uh, Judah means praise. It's a good thing to write down. Or praised. Last week we learned and studied the song of Deborah, right? And I challenged us at men, as men, what song have you been singing or what tune have you been singing to and who have you been singing it with? Judah means praise. So we know that Nabal also means fool. (laughs) So the first point I want to talk about is don't enable the spirit of a fool. Here are seven things the Bible says about a fool. First one, a fool starts fights. Proverbs 18, verse 6 says, A fool's lips walk into a fight, and his mouth invites a beating. (laughs) whoa point two a fool is easily upset proverbs 12 16 fools show their annoyance at once but the prudent overlooks an insult three a fool believes everything that he reads 
or hears. Oh, yeah, come on. Proverbs 14, 15. The gullible believe anything they're told. The prudent sift and weigh every word. Four, a fool loves to talk but hates to listen. Proverbs 18, verse 2. Fools find no pleasure in understanding but delight in airing their own opinions. Five, a fool is fiercely independent. Listen up. Proverbs 28, 26, whoever trusts in his own mind is a fool, but he who walks in wisdom will be delivered. Six, a fool makes light of sin. Proverbs 10, 23, doing wrong is like a joke to a fool, but wisdom is pleasure to a man of understanding. And seven, a fool hates their mama. Proverbs 15.20, a wise son brings joy to his father, but a foolish man despises his mother. Whoo! couple things to stay away from that will enable the spirit of a fool. <laughs> First Samuel 25, verse 6 said, Say to him, this is what David said to the messenger, Long life to you, good health to you, and honor and, your, and, and to your household, and good health to all that is yours. See, David had the right approach. He greeted Nabal with honor and kindness. He even protected his men and his flocks. David even had the right, even as the next appointed to be the king of Israel. And this would, this would have been known even to Nabal. The truth is, you can have the right and still be rejected. You can have the right and still be rejected. You can even have the right approach and still not be accepted. So don't be shocked. <laughs> In 1 Samuel 25, verse 11, this is Nabal's response. Why should I take my bread and water and the meat that I have slaughtered for my shearers and give it to a man coming from who knows where? Be careful, man. Don't enable the spirit of greed. Don't enable the spirit of greed. You ever caught yourself saying these words uh, when asked to, to give or, or do something that you know that you're called to do? Or maybe you don't know you're called to do it, but you're being called to do it anyway? Why should I? Why should I? You see, our response should always be, what does the word say? If you're going to question why you should do something, then maybe you should go to the Word. Deuteronomy 15.11. Remember, this scripture would have already been out there. That's why I'm giving you this command. You must open your hand generously to your fellow Israelites, to the needy among you, and to the poor who live with you in your land. The good news, there will always be someone in need. Beautiful scripture. Jesus said in Matthew 5, 42, give, give to, give to the one who asks you and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. Proverbs 3, 28 says, do not say to your neighbor, come back tomorrow and I will give it to you when you already have it with you. You see, Nabal had the opportunity to use his blessing to meet a need. But instead, he responded with greed. Let's not miss our opportunity, man, to bless. Otherwise, we're going to end up carrying a burden. 
You miss your opportunity to bless others, you will carry the burden. David said to his men, each of you, strap on your sword. So they did, and David strapped his on as well. About 400 men went up with David, while 200 stayed with the supplies. Third point, don't enable the spirit of anger. Don't enable the spirit of anger. Proverbs 14, 29, people with understanding control their anger. A hot temper shows great foolishness. I'll say that again. People with understanding control their anger, but a hot-tempered person shows great foolishness. William Shakespeare said, I have no words, but my voice is my sword. Proverbs 18.21 of the Amplified Version of the Bible says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it and indulge in it will eat its fruit and bear the consequences of their words. David almost gave way to the trap of becoming a tyrant. The trap of a tyrant. You know, that is a, a cruel and an oppressive ruler in definition of a tyrant. This is why we need to let the word of God rule over our heart and mind. Colossians 3.15 says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful. You see, they were called as members of one body. They were actually part of the same family. Verse 25, this is um, Abigail's response. Please pay no attention, my Lord, to that wicked man, Nabal. He is just like his name. His name means fool, and folly goes with him. And as for me, your servant, I did not see the men my Lord has sent, and now my Lord has, as surely as the Lord your God lives, and you live, since the Lord has kept you from bloodshed and from avenging yourself with your own hands, may the enemies and all who are intent on harming my Lord be like Nabal. That's First Samuel 25 and 26. What stands out to me there is the instruction that Abigail is giving to King David. Pay no attention to that wicked man. Pay no attention. What have you let steal your attention lately, men? Pay no attention, because where attention goes, energy flows. Pay no attention to the negativity. Pay no attention to the gossip. Pay no attention to the lies that are being said right now, maybe about you. Pay no attention. You know, we need to be paying attention to the Word of God. Even more so in this season, we should be gathering together all the more as the days approach. Why? So we can encourage one another. We need to be getting more in the word, not less in the more. We need to be more doers of the word, not just hearers. God is waiting on, on us, and if we don't respond, our response is our responsibility. And if we don't respond in righteousness, if we don't respond in opportunities to give and to bless others, we will be burdened with the guilt of omission. Not doing what we are called to do, not standing up, not feeding the hungry, not clothing the naked, not visiting those that are in prison and inviting those in. 
Because in Matthew 25, Jesus says there will be a time where he said, just as you did to the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did to me, so come, the kingdom of heaven belongs to you. Now is our time, church, men, to rise up and to be the light. Now is our time to bless more, sow more. Don't look at what you lack. Look at what God has. If David, if David hadn't listened to this godly woman, he would have been enabled by a fool. Abigail said, the Lord has kept you from avenging yourself with your own hands. She was speaking prophetically. Did you notice all the things that she mentioned, everything from the sling? She knew the story about David and Goliath. To him being appointed by Samuel, or reading out of 1 Samuel, the prophet that anointed David to be king. All those things the people would have known. But knowing it and owning it are two different things. We live by faith, not by sight. So we, to live by it means you need to act in it, that you need to move in it, you need to respond in it, you need to lead in it. Again, Abigail said, the Lord has kept you from avenging yourself with your own hands. God always provides a way out from sinning. The temptation in your own life are no different than what others are experiencing. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. 1 Corinthians 10.13 is this resonating with you men this morning? Okay, I know I'm hitting it hard. But this is the takeaway I got for you guys. Don't enable the spirit of a fool or it'll become your folly. Don't enable the spirit of a fool or it will become your folly. Colossians 3.15 is our verse this week, men. This is our verse. Own it. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body, you were called to peace. And be thankful. Be thankful. Who will you be? Not just who are you becoming, but who will you be? Will you choose to be thankful? God has called us to a spirit of thankfulness. God has called us to a spirit of generosity. And yes, God has called us to a spirit of honor. Let's stand to our feet, man. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word again today. We thank you for, for how it speaks life to us. It reveals things that are deep within our hearts. It calls us to a greater standing. Lord Jesus, we, we praise you now for making us mighty, bold men of your word. Lord, may we become more generous more obedient, slow to speak and quick to listen to your word. Lord, may others know us by our love for one another. Lord Jesus, we, we give you permission this morning to search our heart. Search our heart, O oh Lord, if there's anything this morning that is not of you, would you reveal it to us so that we may repent that you may wash our sins away as white as snow. Lord, I speak against the, the, the spirit of anger, 
of wickedness, of greed, pride. Lord, we come before you at your cross in humility. And we know, Lord, that your word says if we come before you with humility at the right time, you will lift us up. If there's any men in the house today that haven't received Jesus into your heart, if there's many men in the, the house or that are listening online right now that haven't received or, or need to come back to Jesus, the word says if just one comes back to him, that there will be a party going on in heaven. He waits for you. Paul said in Romans 10 verse 9, if we believe in our hearts, confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe that God the Father raised his son from the grave, that we will be saved. It's always been a matter of the heart. And yes, your tongue is your sword. Would you speak life right now? Would you pray this prayer after me? Say, dear Jesus, I believe that you died for me. I believe that you died for my sins. And I'm asking for your forgiveness. I also believe that you rose from the grave. Lord, you come into my life. Would you be Lord over my life? Today, I choose to follow you. And every day after that, all the days of my life, I want to serve you. Thank you, Jesus. step in what we're doing here is we're going to continue to open it up for baptism. You know, it's, it's something we're called to do. It's, it's, again, it's the great commission, not the great suggestion. And as we, the men fill this tub out of faith every Sunday, I think of a TJ and a TJ, if you're listening, you know, there are men that are coming at all times. And they are ready. Will we be ready to receive them? Will we be ready and obedient to move? Or will we just move when it's in our own convenience? Calling does not come with your convenience. It's laying it down. It's laying down your comforts and it's being obedience, obedient to step in. And we are called to baptize. We are called to make disciples going into all the world, baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey His commands, and surely He is with us always. The word baptism means to be fully immersed. That's what it means, fully immersed. Will you step in and be fully immersed today? For Romans says when you go in the water that you are baptized with Christ, you are buried with Christ. When He went to the grave, you go to the grave. And when you come up out of the water, it represents his resurrection. It says you are resurrected with him, with him. And so I'd like to open it up for that right now. Let's continue to press in and worship. And if, and if you're listening online, if, you, if you've got a church or a place that you can go to right now, find some water. Follow Jesus all the days of your life. Let's worship him now. 
Thank you for tuning in today and thank you for continuing to partner with us and for giving so generously to this ministry. If you would like to find out more about how you can partner with us, visit our website at www.wherepeoplematter.church and click the giving link. And don't forget to subscribe and share this with your friends. See you next time.